this is America, your favorite real estate professional here in the Upset, and today we have the one and only Dave Adams, the owner and home inspector for ProTech Inspections. Dave, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. How are you today? I'm doing great, America. Thanks for inviting us. It's our pleasure. Uh, Dave, today we want to learn from you. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about your background, where you come from, and um, a little bit more about your business? Okay. Well, I, it, it was a long and varied path to get to home inspections. I started out, uh, my first adult job was as a paramedic with Greenville County. Okay. So I started out in public safety, but I grew up um, kind of a, a blend of public safety and homes. My dad was a fireman. 40 plus years mm -hmm. retired now and he was a home builder as well okay. so I guess it you know basically I followed his footsteps so just went a little different path so I left Greenville County early on and and then uh, I worked for companies like NASCAR and IndyCar and I was doing construction and inspections for them okay um <clears throat> got tired of traveling 45 plus weeks a year oh my god yes I so, would I, I, uh, I started ProTech Inspections, did my first inspection uh, March 22nd, 2016, mm -hmm. and today we have six inspectors, two in training, we'll be at eight soon, and office staff, and I've uh, been very, very blessed. So You guys have an amazing team. I am very happy uh, with your product. I am happy with the, the dynamic that you guys have. Um, I know we had a few scenarios that were not easy schedule-wise, and you guys made it work, and for that, I'm very, very grateful. Can you tell us a little bit more about your team? All right, so... I hire based on character. Mm -hmm. I believe I can teach anybody to inspect a house, and if I can't, then someone on our team can. Mm -hmm. So we're going to hire based on character, and that slows us down from having the availability sometimes because we're very picky about who we hire. Mm -hmm. um, our team, the first gentleman I hired, Stuart Shepard. He's, uh, again, we'll go back to the fire department. He's a full-time firefighter with the city of Simpsonville. Okay, and awesome. He, he's a full-time inspector with ProTech. Um, still with us, been with me about four and a half years now. Mm -hmm. And then we have Jackie, whom I think most everyone knows. Jackie is... She's a rock star. Oh, she's <laughs> amazing. And she loves to get dirty, and the tighter the crawl space, the further she's going to go. Um, she just has an amazing personality. She's a people person, 100% extrovert. She likes interacting with folks, and she's really good with our clients. So she represents our brand well. She does it very well. She's actually, I would say obsessed in a really good way because I'm always seeing her posting pictures of the home inspections that she is doing every day um, and I just think she's having fun right and she is she's enjoying it and you know some of the guys don't want to uh always have that older house well Jackie always wants that older house you know she she completely renovated her own older home uh -huh. um, so the knowledge that she gained from that alone is incredible wow um, from there we go to to ron taffer and and ron pretty much works with just investors doing investor stuff running mm -hmm. return on investment numbers and uh, looking at homes that are in extremely poor condition doing a high level 30,000 foot overview for those investors um, and then Ron is a, is a pastor as well okay uh, and then we have a gentleman that I'm extremely proud of his name is Ray Childs Ray, mm -hmm. Ray does just our sewer scopes uh, his full time job is, is he works for Taylor Sewer District and then he works full time for us as well so oh, he's wow. Driving multi-million-dollar robots down hmm. large sewer lines and then scoping residential laterals for us. And the reason I say I'm proud of Ray is is uh, I often tell people we have everything from a pastor to a felon, and Ray's the felon. Ray Ray's a real feel-good story. He. Okay. had a drug problem, went to prison for three years. He's been out for four years now, mm -hmm. and he's gotten his life together. And, man, he, I'm, we're just so lucky to have him. He's really good at what he does. He's good with people. That's and amazing. He's, you know, he's a quintessential story about character. And then we have Stephen Godfrey. Stephen, another fireman with the city of Simpsonville, works full-time here as well. Um, Stephen is the newest one that we've turned loose. Really good guy. He's very laid back, very easygoing. Uh, doesn't get worked up about much. And then we currently have... Uh, 
two in training, which would be John Blair, who we recruited out of the Raleigh area. His wife is a prior realtor here in the Greenville market, not his wife, his sister. And then we also have a, a gentleman named Tom Flynn, who's another great story. He retired, or he is retiring as a uh, Marine. He was a major in the Marine Corps with the recon unit out of Camp Lejeune. He was supposed to start in January, but got hit by a car on Christmas Eve. So we're still waiting on him to get full, fully healthy and, and join us full time. I'll keep him in my prayers for his um, recovery. Sounds Thank like you. you guys have the Avengers together. You know, we, we all live a, a wide and varied life, and, but it all comes back to really the core values of who we are. Mm -hmm. um, and those are the core values that I set for the company. And you mentioned, you know, as we were planning this, that we wanted to talk about those. And, right. and I call it P2P. It's persistence, integrity, trust, accountability, and prudence. And I think that prudence one is probably the most important thing before you speak. Mm -hmm. Um, you I know, agree. we don't always do that today. You know, we, we hide behind the anonymity of a name and a lot of stuff online, and we want to make sure we get it right and we right. carry that into our work. And then the, the trust is so important. Um, a phrase I commonly use is truth over harmony. America may make you mad sometimes, mm -hmm. but I'm going to be honest with you. And I think that's how you develop respect and trust, not only with realtors such as yourself, but, but with our clients. You know, we have a very small window of interaction with the client. You're working with them for months. Mm -hmm. You know, they've never met us, and they're trusting us to inspect the largest purchase of their life. Right. So and typically, that trust comes from us. It does. Um, and you guys have an amazing reputation. That is not something that is you know, created overnight. Uh, that is something that you built upon. And unfortunately, like you said, um, in, in the business industry in general, I think we are lacking, not us, but there's a lot of lack of um, honesty, transparency, and, and just being completely straightforward. Um, I agree. I, I completely agree with you. I absolutely respect honesty and that's what i expect that's what i want mm -hmm. i don't want harmony and you know be lied to well and i think our jobs are are working with folks during what is an emotional time mm -hmm. so we have to be cognizant of that but and you know they're probably what the average is they buy a house every eight years so right we want them to come back to us and and you know we both know the numbers that a lot of times they don't mm -hmm. so i feel like the way to stand out is to be that guy that's willing to have that hard conversation mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that you're not doing things right what mm -hmm. it means is we're addressing these things on the front end, spending a little more time there mm -hmm. in order to have a happy client. And that's what they're going to remember. They may not like it at the time, but they're going to appreciate and value that honesty. Right. You know, and there's, there's two things we don't sacrifice on, and that's the quality of our reports. That's first and foremost. That is our product. Mm -hmm. But equally important to that is the amount of time that we devote to our clients you know and, and i'm really bad about returning phone calls during the day i normally do it in the evening mm -hmm. um, or i have frida our office lady do it mm -hmm. um, but i will call you and i'll spend you know after five o'clock you want to talk on the phone for two hours if it's two hours worth of material we need to go over then that time is yours mm -hmm. you know so I, I just think that's the right way to do things and i think that's why we do have the reputation you speak of mm -hmm. is because we we put forth the effort to do our part. Right. So going back to your reports, I really like your your reports, and I'll tell you why. Number one, you use Spectora. That's my favorite software for home inspections. And two, um, just as you said, I can see that you didn't do it in a rush. You took your time. You carefully noted absolutely everything that was wrong with the house, and that's what we want you to do as a home inspector. But also, you document everything that is not wrong with the house, but you looked after, right? Um, some home inspections 
from other companies, when, when I get them, when I'm on the listing side, and I get them from another agent uh, and their buyers, I just wonder what happened here. <laughs> you, you're giving me a three-page report. Um, I mean, it's great for us on the listing side, but what about your client? Well, and we went to Spector in September of last year, mm -hmm. and the motivation was different than that. The motivation was actually the ease of use mm -hmm. because I wanted our inspectors to have a quality of life. Okay. I wanted them to spend less time doing reports. Right. And before, we were getting reports out between 10 and midnight, and now we're pretty much done by 7 p.m. That is great. I think balance is huge. And, and I, I agree, especially when you have these folks that have been so loyal to us and have mm -hmm. built reputations of their own within the brand. Um, so we went to Spector for that reason. The other reason we went there was the 360 photos. We're, we're one of a handful of people doing that in the country. Um, and I love it because it holds us accountable to the client. Mm -hmm. You know, we can go back and I can use it as a training tool and as a management tool to work with our inspectors to make them better. Mm -hmm. And the first question they asked when I told them we were going to do it was, well, what if we miss something? I said, then we go fix it. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing the work that I think you're doing, we're not going to have that problem. Right. And, you know, most of our reports, we put far more pictures than I think any other local inspector. We're around 150, 175 a report. Right. It makes the report longer, which a lot of realtors don't like. But here's what, what my belief is. We're in that house for a couple of hours. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're paying us with termite letter and radon, five, six hundred bucks, depending on the size of the house, maybe more. Mm-hmm. I want them to know we were there and we paid attention. And a lot of inspectors don't call out drywall tape seams or, or you know, holes in the wall. But I genuinely believe that once that person moves in that home, they're there every day, all day. <laughs> and they're going to notice these little defects. And when they go, well, that wasn't in the report. Well, when they go back and they see that it was, it reinforces to them the value that we provided mm -hmm. and that we did pay attention to those things. Right. And then it's also documented there because, let's face it, you're not going to make everybody happy. Oh, no. So we've got it documented there that we did run the water. And if you even little things that you probably haven't paid attention to, but mm -hmm. if you see a double vanity in a sink and you'll see a picture of that that double vanity mm -hmm. one water is always cold that's turned on one's always hot that's turned on hmm. why is that so we can show we checked it both mm -hmm. and we also check to make sure that the hot and cold's not reversed in the sinks mm -hmm. um the temps of sinks the temps of stoves you know there's a lot of little things we we take pictures of toilets from the side to show mm -hmm. that the water's running in the bowl that we actually <laughs> flushed it yeah um, and those are things we've learned. You know, Stuart and I often laugh. We go back and look at the first reports we ever wrote. And I'll be honest with you, America, I don't know how in the world we're still in business. <laughs> because we've grown and learned so much over the years uh -huh. that that's the culmination of that spectoral report that you see. Right. The great thing for you, too, and I don't know if you're using it, is that repair request. I don't use it. Um, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I look over it. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm one of those few agents that actually appreciate long, long reports. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to deliver details to my clients um, because in the end, what you guys do, if I'm recommending you as an inspector, I, um, I'm recommending myself as well. Absolutely. Right? So it's, it's a reflection of my work. Mm-hmm. And I want, I just want the best for my clients, right? So I'm actually one of those few agents that reads the entire report, okay? Even if it takes me a bit longer, I'm going to do it for my clients. And I'm going to write uh, the repair request myself. Yes, it's time consuming, but I'm, I'm just very particular with that. Um, and that, that is something that I, I'd like to have control of completely. Understood. Right. But, um, well, it I, sounds like you have a sense of ownership in yes. this process, which is very much what we try to have. Mm, and you have it. Yep. Um, so I appreciate the reports, and I appreciate the partnerships that you have. It makes it so much easier on my end so that I only have to worry. Because I, I also think less is more, mm -hmm. right? 
Um, if I have to worry less about your side, I can worry and, and concentrate and focus my time more on the things that I need to focus on. Um, in my case, you know, negotiating the necessary repairs once I get the reports. But uh, you guys have amazing partnerships. Number one, you have access to Supra, right? Yep, we all have our realtor's license. We were one of mm -hmm. the first to do that. I think it's one of the reasons we've grown. Mm -hmm. you know, I think the other thing is it positions us well to understand your side mm -hmm. because being a licensed realtor, we we understand those nine things on the repair. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and we really try the word evaluate or have reviewed it may be in our report, but it's also going to say have it evaluated and repaired as needed. Right. Because you know as well as we do, when you're working with that buyer and you say review, discovery's on the buyer. Mm -hmm. So we try to, to push things back on the seller to get them repaired. And that being able to understand that language and that need from your side is, is critical. It is critical, um, but also the partnerships that you have um, with other companies to make everything easier for me, just making one stop and yep. getting all the, the inspections that we want done. Because sometimes we're not only requesting the general inspection, we're requesting uh, radon, CL100, mm -hmm. uh, lead-based paint, um, sometimes even uh, sewer scopes, mm -hmm. um, septic tank inspections, and so on, so on. You know, it's funny because I was the first one to start adding CL100s. All the when I started in 2016, it was all separate, mm -hmm. and I saw that as a, a niche, if you will. Yeah. To be able to get business by making things easy. It is easier. So. We use a third-party pest control company. You mm -hmm. know, we've got enough to look at with the house. Let's let the pest experts be the pest experts. Right. Um, and then we, we do the lead-based paint, water quality, indoor air quality, septic, all that in-house. Mm -hmm. um, but we do have local labs that we use. And, and I like the thought of local labs. We're keeping money here in the local economy, mm -hmm. supporting local other local small I businesses. Yeah. Um, and it, it makes it easy for you. You know, like I say, you can make one phone call, tell us what you want, and then we take care of scheduling everything, even down to showing time. We do our own showing time appointments since we're right. using our super. And uh, we can also do it online because we have been doing it online for yep. the most part. Unless we, we see something that's not available and, oh, my God, I really need to have this done, you know, some other time, then that's when I call you guys. Yeah, and I think that online scheduling is great because you can do it whenever, wherever. Um, if you haven't tried it yet, I would encourage you to – I can send you a link to the real estate dashboard. Okay. And anything and everything that we've ever done for you, you can see in one place. Oh, that's awesome. And you can – an app and you can schedule from there as well however mm -hmm. if you ever see like you said a time that's not there mm -hmm. I will openly tell you that my schedule is normally held back and the reason being is I try to do one a day so I can do other business functions in the afternoon mm -hmm. just like what we're doing here right um, however when it's busy like it is right now, yeah. I usually end up doing two inspections a day. Mm -hmm. So we hold those back for for our trusted realtors that go, oh my gosh, I forgot to order this. Right. Or I just got this under contract and the buyer gave me, or the seller gave, would only give me five days. Mm -hmm. You know, those things come up. So we, we hold those emergency slots back. And then the other thing too is sometimes Stuart or, or Stephen, very seldom, mm -hmm. uh, but it's happened tomorrow. So it's a great time to bring it up Stephen's getting held over at the fire department for minimum staffing okay, so wow. that gives us a, a fallback slot mm -hmm. or let's say we go to a new construction house for you and it's not ready oh my god that happens a lot especially right now with uh, short staff and uh, the shortage that we're facing with materials getting mm -hmm. in in time um yeah that's happened that's happening more often than, than it should, really. I, I agree. And, you know, that's a byproduct of COVID. Windows, vinyl siding, mm -hmm. uh, appliances are now being affected. Right. But having that flexibility in our schedule to be able to accommodate you or mm -hmm. others. Uh, you know, we're so lucky. There's over 2,400 realtors that use us. Awesome. And that 
flexibility and adding staff and being able to manage our schedule and do those last minute things. Mm -hmm. I think that's another reason we built the reputation we have because we're going to get it done. And I will openly say, America, you know, I, I don't know how, mm -hmm. but I will get it done. And, and you, you can trust that it's going to get taken care of. Yeah, we recently had a situation like that, and you guys took care of it, so thanks. Um, so now that we touched the subject, let's talk about pre-construction inspections so that we can educate our um, audience here. Can you tell us about the three phases and what you do uh, when you inspect the, the entire pre-construction project? Okay, so we offer a package, it's prepaid, mm -hmm. um, in order to get the discounts. Anything less than 3,000 square foot is $995. Pretty good deal. Um, over 3,000 square foot is $1,295. And what that includes is a pre-pour of the foundation, mm -hmm. a pre-drywall, and a final inspection. So, you know, a lot of people go, well, it's new construction. The, the county's going to inspect it. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, we routinely find things that the county misses mm -hmm. um, and that's not a slight on the county you know they're short-staffed also yeah and they spend about 10 or 15 minutes at these homes right and that's just not an adequate amount of time mm -mm. so having your own inspector and someone that works for you and will go to bat for you with the builder which we do that often um, and that that's included in those fees it's somebody that's working for you because the other thing the builder's going to tell you is, well, we have our own inspector. And typically they do. And they're what they're typically from a company called either 2M or Quality. Both are based in Asheville. Mm -hmm. They're not uh, licensed home inspectors. They're what you call fit and finish inspectors. They're looking Precious. to make the home pretty. Yeah. Because the prettier it is, the fewer problems there are, right? Right. So... Let's talk about that pre-pour. Most of your builders in this area have stopped putting rebar in the foundation. Mm -hmm. um, they'll dig the foundation out. They'll run their lines uh, for electrical plumbing. Uh, they'll set the T's and vent pipes for radon. Mm -hmm. If it's in Greenville County and Spartanburg now pretty much has radon pipes. Mm -hmm. um, so we're looking for those things. Uh, if most homes are being built on a slab, so you know we're looking at stem walls, we're looking at trenches and footers, and um, how these things are laid out, and are they spaced properly? Mm -hmm. uh, for example, recently I, I did a pre-drywall, and you could see they tied into the refrigerator water line to run a cold water line over to the sink. And they had trenched through the slab, and, and the homeowner or the buyer said, well, why didn't you tell me that this cold water line wasn't there before they poured the slab? And I said, well, I did. And I pulled up the report on my phone. Mm -hmm. And I said, did you send the report to the builder? And they said, well, the builder told me that they didn't need to see it. Oh, no. So, you know, getting involved early educates the buyer. Mm -hmm. And that's really the point. Because had they called and told me that, I would have said, yes, the builder needs it. Let me call the builder. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to dig through that slab, which is okay, mm -hmm. but it raises questions in a, in a buyer's mind. Right. Um, so we're going to make sure that, you know, you've got hot and cold water wherever they're coming up, that both of them are there. We're going to make sure the thickness is there, mm -hmm. the gravel, the vapor barrier. Um, we're going to make sure that the area is ready to pour. Mm -hmm. So we'll get out there. You know, I've done these on Saturday morning at 630 before because they're going to pour Saturday right. at 7. Uh, we'll get there just in time. Uh, Pre-drywall is probably the most critical phase. And the reason I say that is is that's where this house is starting to come together. Mm -hmm. So maybe three to six months ago, they signed the contract on the home, right? Right. And all of a sudden, it goes from the ground to what looks like a house. Right. And then everything slows down. Mm -hmm. Because they're doing the inside trim work. They're starting to cover everything up. Mm -hmm. So this pre-drywall is so important because we want to make sure that the seal plates are attached to the foundation correctly, that they're spaced properly, mm -hmm. that the framing's done right. Um, again, you got hot and cold water lines. You'd be amazed how many toilets we see that don't have a water supply line after the plumbers have left. Oh my goodness. So we can call that out. Mm -hmm. um, 
looking at the electrical box. Where is the electrical box? Where's the water heater going to go? Do we have sufficient lines there? Where's the water shut off? Uh, they're required, they being the builders, they'll fill the tubs with water and you've probably seen right. that. That's required by the county. Throughout the entire construction, uh, even before pre-drywall, and yep. you want to see leaks coming uh, yep. through the pipes before they finish the drywall. So yeah. Yep. And we're looking at pressure too. Mm -hmm. Typically in the, the laundry room, they'll have a pressure gauge on the washer hookup. So we're looking to make sure it's holding pressure. Yeah. We're looking to make sure the gas line's holding pressure. We're looking for any developing cracks. Now look, new concrete cracks, all right? That's just part of the drying process. I don't care if it's a day old or 10 years old, it's gonna have cracks of some type. Mm -hmm. But we wanna identify those and monitor them before they start putting floor coverings down. Are they changing? Are they expanding mm -hmm. um, typically no but we at least want to know about them and we want the buyer to know about them if for nothing else than to just reassure them that they're common mm -hmm. um, how are the the lines ran for the HVAC and one of the most important but most often overlooked things by a lot of inspectors on new construction is nail guards. So as you have the wiring and the plumbing and the vents ran through the walls, if they're within a certain distance to where that drywall is going to go, you're supposed to have nail guards. And that protects you from piercing those once the sheetrock is up there. Okay. Um, so those are important. We want to look at the roof straps. You know, there's a lot of times that they'll set trusses on Friday and they'll get most of the roof straps up and they go home and they come back on Monday and forget so then you end up with roof trusses that don't have straps on them. Hmm. Um, windows, are they foamed in? Are they sealed? Are they properly sh uh, shimmed in? Mm -hmm. Do they open and close easily? You know, there's so many facets, and then we've even gone in new construction where they're like, well, we're going to start putting drywall in tomorrow. And I'm like, well, that'd be fine if you'd remembered to put the boots on the roof penetrations. But Let's keep water out of the house before we start putting drywall up. Right. Um, one thing that I always tell my clients is, uh, especially those that are hesitant to purchase the pre-drywall inspection is, hey, the county inspector is only going to check the minimum standards. Mm -hmm. They have a punch list. Like you said, they're going to go in and out, and they're going to be done in less than 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's really that what you want um, for, for yourself. This is going to be your house for the next 10, 30 years, whatever. I got the inspection myself and uh, they found some serious structural issues as I was building my house. Yes. And one of them, um, there was concrete missing. That There was just no support at all. And nothing was holding the walls. They had to go back and fix it, but um, that had already passed the county inspection. So imagine, they would have completed my house like that. And they also found um, a trusser that was broken and that needed to be replaced. Things like that are things that we want to find out before moving forward. Well, and it's a lot less expensive for the builder to fix then it doesn't mm -hmm. delay closing right you know uh, and I'll give you a prime example I did a new construction house this morning before coming to see you and the county had been there mm -hmm. and they had issued the certificate of occupancy oh wow so okay. these people are ready to close right right no insulation in the attic the builder forgot to insulate the attic well that's required by code uh-huh no railings around the fort, uh, front porch, yeah. and they were about six foot off the ground. Oh, no, that's dangerous. Yeah, so the railings are required once you get to 30 inches. Uh -huh. So I'm sitting here going, okay, here's a certificate of occupancy. Mm -hmm. The county inspector was leaving as I pulled up. Mm -hmm. We've got no insulation in the attic and no rails around the front porch. Right, so people, do you want um, minimum standards being checked or high standards by a professional inspector that is actually, actually, you know, representing your best interest. Well, and, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, most of your inspectors do not inspect a code. Mm -hmm. uh, I am code certified. I do most all the new construction myself, and I 
you know, last year I gave a presentation to the Greenville Home Builders Association because the builders were so mad at me. <laughs> they invited me to come in there and talk about what a home inspection was. Uh -huh. So I do evaluate it to code, and that builder's not going to go beyond code because they don't have to. But we also inspect to what we call best practices. Mm -hmm. And the best practices are the things that should be done to that house to maximize the resale value, to maximize the comfortable mm -hmm. comfortability or the your quality of life you know the things that that set your home apart from others right that's awesome um can you tell us about what you guys check for flipped houses <sighs> ah i know such a tricky <laughs> question um but i know it's a special you know topic it is and especially in this low inventory market that you discussed, there's a lot of flips out there. Oh, yeah. Um, we're going to inspect it like any other house. Mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to look at every house with the same critical eye and the same level of thoroughness. Mm -hmm. um, but. but flip houses are kind of special. Um, they, they can be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on the flipper because you have a lot of people you know who, who saw a went to a 30 or 45 minute commercial over at the Hilton and <laughs> signed up to be a flipper and, and they shouldn't be. Or and they you, just watch a YouTube tutorial and they or think HGTV, they got it. Or <laughs> HGTV, all HGTV lovers are the worst. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> the most common problems we find in flipped homes are seems to always be structural and electrical. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of flippers aren't contractors and they're not pulling permits. So they're going in and doing major renovations and major remodels mm -hmm. to make it an open floor space, open floor floor space, or to mm -hmm. make it a a uh, consistent with what today's modern yeah, trends are. Yeah, with the are. trends, right? And what you find is unsupported floors. You find unsupported ceilings. It's taking walls out, and and you'll have ceiling sag and deflection. You'll have. Uh, I've even seen where they've on in some mill houses where they've gone in and cut roof trusses and rafters out to add a second story. Oh my God! Um, you, so you can run into some real nightmares there. And then is under the home in the crawl space able to support that? Mm -hmm. You know, and and for that matter, is the foundation wall around the perimeter was it designed to support it? When you start adding a whole second floor, you're changing everything. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them don't realize that, but they're going, oh, I can get, you know, $100 plus a square foot, so let me just put 500 square foot in here. Right. Um, and then the electrical with GFCI and AFCI and three-pronged outlets, mm -hmm. one of the most common problems we run into is ungrounded three-pronged outlets. Now... That's another difference with us. We use actual circuit analyzers like electricians use. We're not using these little $10 push button things. Okay. So a lot of them will go in and do what's called a bootleg ground or false ground. And we can see that with our circuit analyzer, but your average home inspector won't see it. They'll show us a grounded outlet. When actually it's cheating because it's just like a little few inch pieces of wire the way it's put on that receptacle. And it pops up clear as day to us. But to the regular inspector, it doesn't. You still have ungrounded outlets. Mm -hmm. So that needs to be fixed. Well, National Electric Code gives you three ways to fix it. And I'm sure you know these. You can either rewire the house, mm -hmm. which people aren't going to do. No. You can put in all two prong outlets, mm -hmm. which... You know, let's face it, about everything you buy nowadays has three prongs. So then you're going to go to Home Depot and try to find a hundred of the three prong to two prong adapters. Mm -hmm. So home, home buyers don't want to do that. So what that leaves you with is labeling the outlets as ungrounded. Mm -hmm. And from a seller's perspective, that's great. You can go buy a $20 label maker and you're, you're good. But from the buyer's perspective then you have unprotected equipment. So, yeah. you know, lightning strikes or power surges can damage expensive electronics. Um, so that's the biggest thing we see, and they'll go, oh, the electrical's been completely updated. Everywhere you can see it, but if you go in the crawl space or the attic, then you'll start finding fabric wires, and, you know, you'll the whole electrical has not been updated. Um, mm -hmm. 
so we're very, very careful and very, very cautious mm-hmm. with those um, in terms of looking. And, you know, it, it presents a challenge for our inspectors as well because I tell them all the time, look, don't be afraid to put something wrong with that house. That's why you're there. Right. You know, and when you get into flips, oh, it's just no telling. Uh, we recently had one. I walked in. I'm, I guess it's a, a good thing for my job, but I have really strong allergies to mold. Okay. And I can walk in That's a house. really good for your job. Yeah. <laughs> I can walk in a house and be in there 15 or 20 minutes and tell you if, it, if it's mold in it or not. Right. So this was a flip. I told the homeowner, I said, look, you know, you're going to just have to trust me here. But we need to do indoor air quality on this house. I think it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did. He, he agreed to do it. And numbers were through the roof. So they ended up getting out of that house. What was right back under contract within 24 hours. Yeah, that's how the market is right now. Yeah. I um, Well, they didn't update their seller's disclosure, though, America. I and know. Guess who got the call to go back out there and inspect you it did? again? You <laughs> did? Oh, my God. So, you know, I tell the buyer's agent, look, I've got prior knowledge on this house. Here's the indoor air quality results from a, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we use that knowledge to help people. Um, but, but flips don't get sucked into... Mm-hmm. to the prettiness right you know don't don't get emotionally attached because everything looks pretty you, you need someone who is well versed and has the tools to be able to judge what's going on with mm-hmm. what you can't see so i i recently had a very similar situation we were under contract i was representing the buyer and when you guys did the inspection and i saw the report i told my client let me figure out a way to get out of this contract um i'm not letting you buy this house (laughs) that's what i told him And, and he said okay well i trust you um just just tell me what to do and I say just wait let, let me you know work work something out and we did what you guys had found was um, stains in the crawl space showing uh, water penetration that was coming in about two inches and that was basically history of flooding in the basement mm-hmm. I know that can be a huge problem in the future Especially if it has been flooding for a long time structurally, mm-hmm. there is really no way to to fix it. I mean, you can fix it moving forward, uh, but once the house has been settling and there's soil movement because of the water, then that, there's really no going back, in my opinion. Well, and you, you, We've never found anything in a house that can't be fixed, all right? Now, now part of that is how much money do you have, too, correct? Right. You know, and you don't want to throw good money after bad. But older houses especially, you know, those uneven floors and some of that stuff, we, mm-hmm. we like to call it character. <laughs> you know, that tells you the history and the story of the house. And you can stabilize it. But if you ever have a contractor tell you, well, I'm going to put this back just like it was, you mm-hmm. know, don't hire that contractor because that's not going to work. You can right. stabilize it to where it's at, but you can't undo what's already done. And right. I think that's the point you're making. That's what I was trying to say exactly. You, you said it perfectly. Um, and we, we noticed the same thing. The seller's disclosure was not updated. Mm-hmm. It's sad. But it's a reality, and that's why, guys, we do inspections. Well, and, you know, we recommend in our reports that you pull a clue report on that property as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for for your viewers or listeners, if you're not familiar with the clue report, it's basically a credit report on that house. Um, it's uh-huh. consumer life underwriting. Mm-hmm. And it will give you an insurance history of claims on that home, and it's you can purchase it generally. I think it's around thirty bucks for from Lexus Nexus. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have a, a pending case right now where the home owner found out from the guy across the street that the prior owner mm-hmm. had had a thirty or forty thousand dollar insurance claim, had it repaired, turned around, and sold the house. Well, you know, it's probably a good time to bring up. We can't see what we can't see. Right. And we recommended them to pull a clue report. They didn't. 
and you know they they now have filed suit against us telling us well we should have known well how would we know it was all covered up and fixed and then the person sold the home yeah so you know a a home inspection is designed to limit risk but it's not going to get rid of them Mm -hmm. Um, but we've always recommended getting that clue report so that you know if that homeowner has has uh had any problems especially if it's a basement home and i'll tell you the other one there was an area up in greer that in 2017 2018 had hailstorms both years Mm -hmm. and everybody in this one swath got new roofs well we kept finding hail damage on a couple of houses up there Mm -hmm. and those folks had taken the insurance money and not got the roof Mm -hmm. well now they're selling their house and the people want the roof to be replaced. Hmm. And they're like, no, insurance put a new roof on there. So they pull a clue report, and needless to say, you know, the, those sellers ended up having to put new roofs on the house themselves because wow. the buyer was able to prove through that clue report you got paid not once but twice, 2017 and 2018, and we've still got a hell-damaged roof. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that clue report can be a, a pretty wise $30. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing, too, and this goes back to your conversations about flips. <coughs> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. You see a uh, permitchecks.com listed in our report, and that's permit check C-A-G-X. Um, that is a, a repository of building permits. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at a flip, have they pulled a permit? Right. And most of them don't, you know, and and that's... That's scary. Yeah, and it's a double-edged sword. You know, you know county codes have ridden by there and seeing them do it, but they just keep driving on by. There's nobody enforcing pulling permits when you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that permitchecks.com, um, it has the top 85 housing markets... Or the top 50 housing markets in the U.S. and 85% of the data from those top 50 markets. Hmm. So it's a good resource if you're wanting to check building permits. And maybe not even a flip, but, you know, if they've added, they've taken a deck and converted it to a sunroom or something. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do that, and decks aren't designed to be sunrooms. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, just food for thought on protections for your buyers out there. We appreciate that. Um, Can you go a little bit more into detail about all the products that you cover? Uh, We're about to end this video and we just want our audience to know everything that you guys do. Uh, We are the only true one-stop shop. Mm -hmm. You know, we we do have pretty much everything in-house if it can be an inspection done for buying or selling a house. Uh, We do your whole home inspections. We do CL100, which is your termite letters. A lot of lenders here in South Carolina require that. Uh, We do radon testing. Radon is a colorless, odorless gas, second leading cause of lung cancer deaths Mm -hmm. uh, behind only smoking. And here in the upstate, we're in an area of unusually high concentration as compared to other areas of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, don't ask me to explain it. There's no rhyme or reason. A few years ago, Jackie and I each did a house at 9 a.m. on the same morning, same floor plan, same neighborhood, 50 feet apart. One was 18.2 and one was 0.4. Weird, but I have seen that happen too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we do indoor air quality testing, uh, which is mold spores and you know that mold's a scary word but let me most in fact over 6,000 inspections we've yet to come across black mold what Mm -hmm. you see on TV will scare you to death about mold but that's not real life Mm -hmm. very few homes have it Uh, we do water quality testing for your wells we do lead based paint and let's talk a little bit about lead based paint because if you're you're buying a house built in 1978 or before Mm -hmm. Odds are it's probably got lead-based paint and asbestos somewhere in that house. Mm-hmm. But if it's been recently painted and the paint's not not chipped or flaking or, or falling off, mm-hmm. you're probably fine. Right. You know, it, it, it's going to be there, and as long as there's a nice, solid coat of paint over it, you don't have to worry about it. Um, we do sewer scopes. We mentioned that. You know, I'll give you a great example. The reason I started doing them is, is we had a client who called and said, who's going to pay my $45,000 bill for my sewer line? And I said, excuse me? Turns out, 
their sewer line ran across the street under the road mm -hmm. and it was damaged right before it hit the county line. Mm. So, so they had to be responsible. So they had to be responsible. Mm. Again, it's under the ground. We couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. But this is really your worst case doomsday scenario yeah. because it was under the street. So they had to pay to tear up the asphalt. They had to pay to replace the asphalt. They had to pay for the flaggers. They had to pay all that stuff mm -hmm. plus fix the sewer line and average sewer line repairs around sixty five hundred eight thousand dollars ouch so you know that that was really painful for them it was painful for us as well because you know we always want to go back and be introspective what could we have done to prevent that mm -hmm. and so that's where the sewer scopes come from um, we can do thermal imaging we can do slab leak detection a lot of times we can find temperature differences in the slab um, we do pools. Uh, you name it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you name it, we'll figure out a way to do it. We even recently uh, got certified through the DEA. We can do meth residue, marijuana residue. Huh. Um, we had another agent who had a client that was very peculiar about if a house had ever been smoked in. So we found a way to do nicotine residue only time we've ever done it and look when we get into some of this this unusual testing mm -hmm. we'll have to order the stuff it'll take right. a couple of weeks you know to get it scheduled but okay um you know we we can we can do it if, if we don't know how we can find somebody that can or figure out how to do it ourselves you know we've got some pretty great partners as you mentioned and mm -hmm. and suppliers that we've built relationships with that that can get us the equipment to do it okay awesome what about pre-leasing inspections you guys do that as well right we do and you know Same it, thing. you can go to to pre-inspect at greenville.com i don't know if you've checked that out or not but that's us and um what we do there we charge the same price for the for the home inspection, mm -hmm. um, but then we make the inspection available via pre-inspect at greenville.com. Mm -hmm. So we put a yard sign in front of your yard saying, hey, we've inspected this. Mm -hmm. um, and this is before you as a realtor can put a sign out that because awesome. it's pre-listing, right? Yeah. Well, what we do is we know the realtor that's going to be listing it, right? So right. they'll go to that website and we ask for twenty four ninety five as just a small, simple fee to prove you're serious about seeing this home inspection report. And then we collect all that potential buyer's data mm -hmm. and all that potential buyer's data. Guess who it comes back to? Huh. The That's agent a pretty that awesome referred, tool. Yeah, okay. the agent that referred that pre-listing inspection to us. So before you can get it in MLS while your client's making repairs, mm -hmm. you know, and the other thing too is once you go into contract, you got to have licensed contractors or qualified people, right? Right. Well, if you're making all these repairs before you list it, you know. Yeah, you can get a better deal and yep. you're not in a rush because when you're under, under contract, you have a limited time frame right. window uh, to get things done. I also believe in preparation, no matter how the market is. Even if the market is super hot and we get multiple offers, we don't want to waste time like this This seller did when I was representing the buyer and I ended up telling the buyer, do not buy this house, mm -hmm. right? They wasted a few you know, weeks with us. Um, they could have been prepared. They could have you know, uh, gotten ready and, and know exactly what was wrong with the house before going under contract with someone and then having um, this situation. Yeah, they're losing control. Yeah. We had a house in Spartanburg about three years ago that was listed for six months and they couldn't sell it. Mm -hmm. And uh, agent and I happened to be talking one day. I said, I'll make you a deal. I said, Inspection for that house is three twenty-five. Mm -hmm. I'll go do an inspection for free. Okay. If you sell the house for twenty thousand dollars more than you've been asking, you'll pay me double. You'll huh. pay me six fifty. Okay. Sit there for six months mm -hmm. at one forty-nine. Mm -hmm. Well, even four years ago, one forty-nine was a high, high oh, price yeah. point. It, was. it always is, you know. Right. So. The client agreed to do it, mm -hmm. and they agreed to make whatever repairs I recommended. They ended up spending $8,000 in repairs. Hmm. They're under contract within 48 hours for 177 Wow. 
Wow. All, all because they made a small investment in that house. Mm -hmm. They got top dollar for it because it showed well, mm -hmm. and it showed like someone had cared for it. Mm -hmm. And that's important to buyers. It is important. That's why I mentioned it doesn't matter how uh, the market is. I am always preparing ahead. I'm one of the very few agents that stage uh, my listings. Not all of them. Uh, some some of my clients have really good taste and some others need a little bit of assistance with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I believe in staging, I believe in pre-listing inspections and I believe in not wasting time and going under contract with a buyer that may end up wanting to walk away because they found some major issues that we could have known um, before uh, we put in all that time and effort. But it is what it is. Sure. Um, most people do take my advice, and when they do, they get you know good results. And the people that don't listen to me end up not working with me. So I'm pretty pretty good with that, <laughs> right? Understood. <laughs> um, we don't need every client. No, There's we some don't. we don't want. Correct. Um, correct. So um, thank you so much for all of your time today for sharing all this amazing. Um, information with all the tips that you shared today, I'm blown away. I, I did, you. I did know. Um, I have um, one of my insurance agents. I often call and, and ask for claim uh, history on, on some houses, but um, this is an amazing tool, so I don't have to bother my agent all the time, right? Um, and then the permitchecks.com. The um, pre-inspectedgreenville.com that you guys um, do, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we, we try to take a holistic approach and, you know, treat everybody the way we're treated. Make it easy. Mm -hmm. One phone number, one phone call. You know, and, and we want to become a part of your business so deeply that you can't imagine doing business without us as a part of it. I can see that. And you do that. that through relationships and how you treat people. Right. I agree with that. Is there anything you'd like to end this video with? Just say thank you, America, for having us and inviting us. We look forward to continuing to work with you and, and building upon our relationship. And Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity to help get the word out there about what we do and about how we help you, and we appreciate your support. Thank you, Dave, always. Um, how can people get a hold of you? The easiest way is call 864-386-3810. Mm -hmm. Again, that's 864-386-3810. Or you can go online, www.pro dash techinspections.com okay um we're also on facebook pro tech inspections twitter um trying the instagram thing but i'm not exactly we should do a tiktok well i've been told tiktok but uh you know i'm just moving to instagram the other thing too is this time of year we're doing 16 18 hour days and it, it's tough to get that stuff fit in because we have right. so many wonderful agents like yourself calling needing us to get, be out in the field so we appreciate you dave thank you so much guys please stay tuned we're bringing professionals that are sharing the best information here in the upstate and my goal my mission is just to keep you informed thank you so much and i look forward to seeing you in the next episode thanks for tuning into this episode of america's property show know someone that will love the show want to know what we're up to off the mic and keep up with real estate trends follow us on all social media platforms at america's properties make sure to subscribe and drop a dm to join the conversation this was america's property show